0: Hi, it's Hannah Burner.
1: And Des Bishop.
0: Thanks for calling the Burner Phone.
1: If you leave a message after the tone,
0: we may have to make it into a podcast. The hotline is open, and it's time for Burner Phone.
1: I feel like uh, people have embraced the little dialers.
0: I think the little dialers is cute.
1: Yeah, I, I noticed some people have already started saying, and now I, I'm a, a lot of people say, I'm a giggler and now I'm a dialer.
0: And we love all the gigglers that have come over to call us on burner phone, and the non-gigglers, if there are any, such as the boyfriends that are starting to trickle in.
1: Yeah, did you see a few people saying that, which is great. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, what's the word? It's a safe space. It's a sad indictment on male uncomfortability with female humor that they feel like they can't bring themselves to listen to Giggly Squad, but. On the flip side, it's nice that we've sucked them in here. So you're saying more men should support women in the arts? Yeah, I mean, this is a running theme. Yes. This is a running theme. Does this such a feminist icon right now? Clearly, in this early stage of the podcast, where it's basically... All of your fans. Very safe space for me to say that. (laughs) Later on, when we get the Rogan audience. uh, Oh no! (laughs) No, no. Maybe, maybe, maybe I won't be so glaringly feminist. But uh, anyway, isn't it
0: funny how dudes are less likely to listen to a pod if there's one woman on it?
1: Oh, I don't know that. Is that is that some sort of stat that you? I think I made that
0: up. I definitely made that up.
1: So hey, before we start,
0: let's let's do the
1: admin. Have you got anything to plug? Uh, You know, anything fresh to plug?
0: Um. I want butt plugs, I want no I'm just kidding.
1: You get used to get all that stuff. I feel like I feel like the the free sex toy <laughs> phase of of your um, of your influencing has faded a well, little bit. Well I think
0: bit. I started as an influencer just doing butt plugs and dildos, and then I've I've been doing just a wider array now, but yes. I'm always open to promoting sex toys and sexual wellness for everyone.
1: I can I say that I, I am definitely doing uh, work in progress shows in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main one is I'm in the Viking Theater in Clontarf uh from uh from the 16th of October for one week. Beautiful. Yeah, so just to get that out there since since we're doing since we're doing plugs.
0: We added a Tempe show in 2 weeks that you're going to be on. Oh, that's
1: right. I'm 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 going down for the Arizona leg of your tour. And
0: there's some Tucson tickets left. And yeah, more stuff. Yeah, so
1: we're going to be in Tucson and Tempe together.
0: And we're going to the VMAs tomorrow.
1: Oh, that's is that oh, that's right. That that of course will have happened. That will have happened. But I gotta let them know before we go. And w- you you can talk about the VMAs on Giggly Squad, but you can talk about going to the VMAs right here. Yeah, which is exciting. Well, I'm excited.
0: You're you me and you rarely go anywhere, so this is gonna be a fun night yeah, out just- for the.
1: This is it. this for is for the berner Bishop except Plan. that it's in Newark which except is Except
0: it. that it's in New Jersey. Uh, you know for
1: for the rest of the world they won't care but <laughs> for New Yorkers it's like oh really like I was joking with you saying like imagine like uh, you know I got nominated for a, like an award and they were like hey you're nominated they're like so it's in Newark it's like yeah I'm good I'm, not I'm gonna I, make I, it. yeah I don't
0: know see not, I'm <laughs> pumped up that Lil Wayne's going to be there but because it's New Jersey we might not make it.
1: No I'm not saying anything <laughs> negative about New Jersey this no. is just about the inconvenience of the travel.
0: Yes I mean Taylor Swift was in Newark, we, i believe
1: i think we're all i think they're all going all the biggies are going so that's very exciting
0: let's I, see if the messages bring it this week i feel like they're going to
1: yeah and guilty pleasure was just, you know it's funny about you know remember we made a joke about how don't you hate when you tell somebody to watch something that you really like but then you feel this pressure
0: yeah well
1: i feel like we have double pressure <laughs> because this week's topic is your topic right uh-huh. you picked it but i picked the the choices mm-hmm. so i'm feeling pressure and you're probably feeling pressure so let's go to the let's go to the videotape tape i'm feeling
2: gas mother <laughs> hannah and daddy des i'm calling to let you guys know my favorite guilty pleasure and this is short and sweet beefaroni you heard me baby chef boyardee beefaroni i do not care that i'm a 32 year old who's supposed to be <laughs> health conscious when i crack open a sweet can of Chef Boyardee, all of my troubles melt away. I only let myself have it a few times a year, but boy, are those some (laughs) blissful times. Love you guys. Love the pod. Love the rebrand. My favorite couple. My favorite comedy couple. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Bye. Oh, by the way, this is Chloe from Pittsburgh. Oh my god, Bye. I'm obsessed with Gr- Chloe
1: from Pittsburgh. Chloe from Pittsburgh. Maybe she's our first. You know, like the what, are they, what, yeah. what was Sterns? Hey, it's Chloe from what, Pittsburgh. No, what was Sterns' people called? The the something pack. The 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 whack pack. The whack pack. Yeah. So maybe Chloe from Pittsburgh is our first member of uh, whatever
0: we call them. I mean, the little dialers are so fucking funny and hilarious. Bifaroni, as an Italian, I'm telling you, it is okay.
1: No, I, I... Lean in. I, I, there was so much I loved about this message. The only <laughs> thing I will say, one criticism, nothing short and sweet about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I kept wanting it to keep going. No, because she like, was so great, that's but That's when I, they're like, long story short, and then it's like... Yeah, she was
1: like, short and sweet, <laughs> Chef Boy RD, hang up the phone. That's short and sweet. I didn't, it was enough to get me she going. She gaslit us. No, she was funny, bro. <laughs> so Yo, some funny. of these people call in. I feel like they should be like on the show.
0: Yeah, they're hilarious.
1: But what I loved about it was, and why I why, what I thought me and you would bond over
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that like we're bad eaters sometimes but we like embrace it
0: well I'm about speed when I'm hungry I want to eat I don't even sometimes boil the water I throw the pasta in the unboiled water and then boil it thinking it's going to move faster the fact that you can just crack open the beefaroni I don't even know how you eat it you throw it in the microwave I guess
1: you, you microwave, you microwave it, yeah. it or you can put it in the that's saucepan that's
0: the shit that I like pot. that's like three minutes from can to mouth let's yeah. go Yo, I, and I, I get it it's not good
1: food, but I'm telling you right now, I love it. Like, I I love all those, like, you know, those, like, uh, those beef stew yeah. in a can. You get oh, them at CVS. Because yeah. you love like, mushy during the, food. During the pandemic, you know, I was at like, the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, on my own, in the house, <laughs> nobody, no foster dog, nothing. It's just like isolation out in West Hampton, and, you know, I would go to 7-Eleven as like, a thing to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then they would have those horrible cans of, like, beef stew. Yes. And I love that. I would get,
0: like, the cream of chicken. And I love, love all that it's, stuff. If I see something that's quick, I'm going to buy it. Like, mushy Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Like, noodles. And the and I
1: get it. I know that some people are horrified. And I know this goes against all modern nutritional advice, eating that much processed food. But I'm, I can eat it. And I can eat. Uh, you know, uh, uh, cup of noodles. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, all the, the fancy Asian kinds. Mm-hmm. Like none of it's good for you, but it's all awesome I and love, simple.
0: I found it fascinating when I found out you love mushy food.
1: Yeah, I love mushy because I
0: actually need a mix of textures. I like mush like that. I need bread and butter with. I need a crisp sourdough bread.
1: Yeah, but I'm a fan of Irish brown bread with that with an Irish stew. So I get that stew. part. Stew. Stew.
0: I thought you said Jew.
1: No stew, but Irish people say <laughs> we're.
0: Hey, if we have win. a kid they're going to be an Irish Jew uh, they're,
1: they're, <laughs> yeah they're going to be a, si- a 16th they're going to be a, uh, no an 8th
0: I'm a quarter they, Jewish if anyone gonna an wondering they're
1: going to be an 8th Jewish uh, oh here this, uh, I don't want to talk about it now but I want to put it out to the listeners okay on a survey which we will gather up the information will we circumcise our male child or not don't even discuss it it's getting put out there so you're saying we're having kids. No, I'm, listen, I'm just, it's a hypothetical.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let's ask them if we should have kids. No! But you skipped. Well, because we're talking about, uh, d-
1: d- 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 should we, now that you know that our kid might be a little Jewish, should we have kids? I, I, that, that's not what made you think we should have kids. It was no. the, the circumcision part. But anyway, let's
0: not digress. How did we get from rice to... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I mean, I know the sodium is out of control. Yeah, what were we talking
1: about just before that? Though that brought the 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 Jewish oh oh texture mushy food yes. yeah. So um, but no, I, I don't just like mushy food, but I, I'm a huge fan of like a stew, sloppy Joe, mm-hmm. uh, oh, obviously the shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. um, a casserole. Your mother's your mother makes a nice casserole. Yes, I, I love that. a casserole. I love I love like you know three day old lasagna that's gotten like oh, soggier. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do they call it? The pasta with the meat sauce, bolognese. Bolognese. Always better the next day. Yes.
1: Better as a leftover. Yes. And I
0: do think with life, and I'm not, this isn't a, you know, health eating podcast, but if you never let yourself eat that good stuff, you'll go crazy. Just like ice cream, just like Chef Boyardee. Yeah. And, and, And I get it.
1: A lot of people don't think Chef Boyardee is that good stuff, but I'm with her. Mm -hmm. Guilty pleasure. It's fun. I love Chef Boyardee. Also, Chef
0: Boyardee, great name.
1: Yeah, and Rice-A-Roni, too, the San Francisco treat. I'm down with that, too. Yeah. Let's go to the videotape. This is
0: sponsored by Chef Boyardee. (laughs) We're getting some new sponsors. (laughs) Imagine I'm sponsored by Chef Boyardee and dildos.
2: Okay, this is going to make me sound like a psychopath, but my guilty pleasure is popping my boyfriend's pimples. Oh Whether God. it's a black head, a white head, or an ingrown hair, oh. let me get it. Let me take care of it. <laughs> it is therapeutic for me. I cannot have my mans walking around town with a bunch of pimples that need popped. Thankfully, my boyfriend, he's the best. He lets me just take care of it for him, and he's like, cool, great, thanks. I've had exes in the past that won't let me pop their pimples. They're like, no, get away from me. Don't touch me. That's so gross that you want to do that. What is gross, sir, is that you are walking around town with these blackheads and you're not letting me pop them. I am a woman in STEM. Let me extract your blackheads and it'll just be better for both of us. Help me help you. Oh, my God.
1: I Everything about it.
2: Everything about that was I was perfect. like,
1: literally, this woman listens to Hannah so much. So, either that or you guys are, like, born the same day.
0: We we all have the same dialect. You, that, that, was,
1: that was Hannah dialect all day. This
0: reminds me of a meme that is, like, um, some girls, like, having fun with their boyfriend. And it's, like, them sitting on his lap, like, about to make out with him. And other girls, they're sitting on his lap, but, like, going through his back knee. And... Paige actually is very obsessed with this stuff. She wants to pop every pimple. You would never let me. I feel like.
1: Well, I I, I don't like you popping my pimples, but I I I will pop my pimple.
0: Like I'll be like, hey, I've known you. Well, you've one on your nose that I want to get, and you've told me no before.
1: Yeah, but I will pop it myself. I just don't particularly want you to pop it. Even. But I'm a big fan of popping, and TikTok figured that out. For a while, I was getting, <laughs> I was getting a lot of. Um, Pimple popping, but also like I was getting uh, other types of pop, other types of like ingrown toenail stuff.
0: See, that stuff I can't really, it's I can't with any of that stuff. But you can pimple
1: pop, you can pop somebody else's pimple, but you can't. No, it's because I
0: care for them because I don't want them walking around, but I don't get off on it like Paige does. Paige is literally like obsessed with it, yeah, because
1: I like looking at it.
0: Yeah, your level, Paige level, would you want to pop mine? No, I've never had the desire to
1: pop somebody else's pimple. I, so I, I have the desire to crack your knuckles.
0: That is fucking weird. Oh, okay, so
1: so this woman is a hero that just <laughs> th- this woman who says she wants to pop her boyfriend's no, blackheads. No, I
0: like randomly try to crack my toes and stuff. I, 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 cause I, I run out of cracks and I <laughs> when I'm out of cracks. My cracks are my cracks and I don't want to crack it. Yeah. But I'm a crack addict and eventually <laughs>
1: I run out of cracks and then I got to go find more cracks.
0: I have a you question. Know what I'm saying? When you were little and you had acne, would your mom pop your pimples for you? Uh, I mean, my
1: mother did, my mother was obsessed with my acne.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I told you this story that, cause my mother was very vain and mm-hmm. you know, I went to Ireland when I was 14 to go to boarding school on my own. Mm -hmm. I'd never been away from home for that long (laughs) and when I returned Christmas of 1990 I hadn't seen my mother in three and a half months. I wasn't born yet. Three and a half months. <laughs> I got off the plane. I was so homesick. I was so excited to see my family. And the first thing my mother said was, Oh my God, Desmond, look at your face. Because <laughs> I had had Ireland's damp weather, had given me the biggest breakout of all time. Oh
0: my, were you aware of it? Well, I breakout? can tell
1: you right now, I was on Accutane within a few weeks. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like my mother rushed me to the dermatologist. Like, Did it go woo, away? Woo, woo, vanity.
0: Did it I, go away fast?
1: No, well, uh, Accutane's tough, man.
0: Yeah, you could have, like, babies with three arms.
1: Yeah, all that. But this was before they realized that maybe, maybe, allegedly... Some people were having struggles with their mental health as a result of uh, taking Accutane, but it did work for me. But th- it's torture.
0: How's your mental health?
1: It's to- it was, my adolescence wasn't great. I'd love to blame Accutane, but <laughs> since I'm like the third generation of lunatics in my family, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I can. I don't think I can blame Accutane. Since there's not a single successful drinker in our family, I don't think I can blame Accutane. But anyway, not to get not to get off the the pimple popping,
0: I, th- there was like minimum ten uh, voice notes about pimple popping it's people really get off on it there's a whole thing dr pimple popper there's like a tv show yeah i personally i don't like any of that stuff. now
1: can i just say mm-hmm. uh dr Sh- Oh god i wish i could remember his name but we we had a, a jewish dermatologist i was yeah. gonna say dr schwartz but that was actually my mother's hospice doctor <laughs> racist uh so uh, but anyway uh, doctor in bayside queens he was awesome but he was my dermatologist and uh i used to love when he popped him with that needle thing you know yeah. the syringy thing. Yeah, his pops were the best.
0: Yeah, you would love a facial, babe.
1: I've had facials.
0: I've had facials. I remember distinctly my mom would pop my pimples, right? And once she was popping it, and it popped and hit her in the face, and wow. she like yelled, and it was the funniest thing ever. It like hit her in the eye.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know if I ever popped it with that much. Uh... With that much projectile. But
0: I remember I would be like, ow, ow. My mom would tweeze my eyebrows too, and I'd be like, ow. Like yeah. I just wanted to run around and be dirty, and she was like, "Can we just handle your face for a second?
1: Yeah, it's funny. I remember now that I actually sometimes when my mother's nails were long, I didn't like when she would uh, she would pop them. But also, well, there's an I also, art to
0: popping them. I
1: also told you that uh, my mother, if 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 I went to bed and my mother knew that I didn't wash my face, <laughs> I would wake up at like 11 p.m. like Out of the blue, my mother would be washing my face. Well,
0: you were a child model.
1: Yeah, but she would be washing my face.
0: I would always get acne, like, dead center of my face. Like, it was never... Now that I'm older, I get hormonal ones on the chin, which is great. You cover it up. It's easy. My brother once called me, um, an everything bagel. (laughs) And it, was it was terrible at the time. Really hurtful.
1: Very hurtful at the time. Yes. Funny in hindsight. Yes. Funny in hindsight.
0: Honestly, a great New York reference. <laughs> yeah, great, great. And
1: and your favorite thing.
0: My favorite thing to eat.
1: <laughs> Do we have any anything to add on the
0: pimple pop? No, I think that you're. A lot of people have it as a guilty pleasure, and Paige is like clapping in the background somewhere.
1: A fine, guilty pleasure. We'll we'll take another.
0: <laughs> hey guys, um des I feel like you'd appreciate this one. My guilty pleasure is ice cream. Love it so much, especially in the summer. I'm always trying to find new ice cream places. The other day I drove 30 minutes to an ice cream shop. It was closed for the season. Like, come on. (laughs) So then I drove another 25 minutes to another place. It was closed. Had a raging (laughs) migraine, but still drove another 20 minutes to another ice cream spot. It's to the point where um, I had to drop off my partner's cat at the vet who we might be putting down, unfortunately. And I saw that there was an ice cream shop next door and I had to go in. So my partner's in the waiting room crying and (laughs) I had to go quickly get ice cream. Sorry, I just love it so much. I apologize, but it's giving heroin addict. I, I, I literally was about
1: to say, like this is like the script. This is like the script of uh, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, there's just a—it's a heroin movie. Uh, this is just a lot of. Uh, this is this is a lot of commitment to ice cream, and listen, like the wire. ice cream is ice cream is my thing. Even she knew, you know. She knew, and we don't have to talk about it that much. But I—we I, got a lot of ice cream. Obviously, yeah. that came in and
0: uh oh really i didn't know it was like
1: that kind of thing because it's it's just so the texture Uh the flavor everything about it but but what i what i love what i love is that she we have been in that situation where we're like will we get some ice cream and then the place is closed and
0: And it's bad i'm like very much a savory girl i want fries i want chicken nuggets i want mcdonald's (laughs) i want cheeseburgers you Love ice cream to the point that we can't have it in the house because he will finish it all.
1: Yeah, I I, I literally say don't. She's like, but we get some ice cream. I'm like, no, don't get ice cream. And I know that you're saying let's get ice cream because every time we finish dinner, I'm like, oh, I'd love some ice cream. Yeah. But the fact that it's not there means that I don't eat it.
0: I know, but that's a problem. Like there's well, what's a lack, the problem? there's a lack of self control going on.
1: No, that, it's it's called it's called uh, being smart because if it's there, you will eat
0: it. I grew up with a family where we always had ice cream, so it's like it wasn't a big deal, and every night we'd have like a scoop or two, and it was just always around, we never ran out.
1: Yeah, we always had ice cream too. But you'd eat it all? Well, we ate it all, but it kept coming, because <laughs> I had a dealer. I had a dealer back then, she was called Mom, and Mom was always, uh, brought the goods. The difference was, back then, I didn't have a problem, because I was young, and I burned all those calories. True. Whereas I can't burn them now, so I can't- you're hip. Because if every because I'm older and I can't burn the calories. <laughs> okay, do you want to wrap this up at all? Oh yeah, we can just go to we can just go to we can just go to the next one. Okay, what's next?
2: Hi, hi, Hannah <laughs> and Des. Um, my guilty pleasure is I like to have a little tiny bowl of cereal after I've had dinner. Cute. And I put the cereal in the smallest <laughs> bowl I possibly have. And then I have about 10 <laughs> bowls of those tiny bowls of cereal. And then I don't feel guilty about it. And I go to sleep like <laughs> a little tiny baby. And when I wake up, my farts are stinky <laughs> as fuck. Because milk does not sit well with my Again, tummy. is that me? <laughs> so, definitely feel guilty, but... It brings me. It's so just me fashion.
0: submitting every single. Yeah, one.
2: <laughs> well,
1: well, that's both. To be honest, that's both of it. Like the, the cereal thing was yeah. both of us. I actually, I I meant to preface the the one before that the the next two are food ones. We had obviously we had tons of food ones These and actually quite a lot of fart ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, they uh, like the smell of their own farts. Th-
1: th- yeah, that that came up a lot. Naughty. Uh, but not 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 I, and not that I didn't include it, it was a good message. But you know what I mean. Some of them encapsulate all that. So yeah, but I. I I brought up because cereal is one of my other guilty pleasures.
0: Yes. In college, I thought that cereal was healthy. Like, I don't know why. I was like, it's cereal. Like, that's what you have for breakfast. So I got all these um, Captain Crunch. I was obsessed with the Captain Crunch. Oh,
1: yeah. Except the roof of your mouth didn't love Captain Crunch. True.
0: That could s- slice yeah. you, you, you
1: apart. You end up with stalagmites mites, <laughs> stalactites and stalagmites <laughs> after a bowl of... That's what I always felt like after bullet Captain and crunch. It was like it was like cave deposition coming down. I'm all... like,
0: did I eat a thorn bush? What yeah. just happened
1: to like, me? Like seriously, that's it's a very very harsh. I it's a, a But it's such scene a great after. sensation, yes. especially the first the, the first four or five bites and before mushed up. The one with berries,
0: up. the cabin crunch oh, berries. Yeah, I never loved the berries. I always found the berries to be a bit bitter. Ah, uh, but it gave a little. Uh- um, ah, th- listen, uh, we don't uh,
1: have to. We don't we have, have to agree. We don't have to agree on we everything. Agree on everything. <laughs> we agree on the Captain Crunch, not the Captain Crunch accessories.
0: <laughs> Chef but, and Captain cap- Crunch. Who cap- would win in a fight? <laughs>
1: Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch was not is not my my number one choice by any means. I. I,
0: I but uh, no. Well, in college, i we'd watch the Bachelorette or the Bachelor, and it would take like three hour episodes, and I would have like three bowls and we'd be because they're eating popcorn. I'm eating Captain Crunch. I thought it was healthy, and one day someone was like, "That's straight up dessert." But it obviously depends what cereal. What I love. It's very controversial
1: because you know cereal. Cereal has had a lot of negative publicity over the yes, last. Yes, the
0: PR team is struggling. Yeah, the cereal has had a they lot of. They need to get the pickleball PR team onto cereal. It's
1: funny because a, a, a famous <laughs> Irish nutritionist that I knew had once written in a book. I'm not going to name him, but mm-hmm. uh, he had once written in a book that uh, fortified breakfast cereal was the greatest advancement in human nutrition because it stopped uh, our society being malnourished now now unfortunately our society is overnourished yeah. but there was a time where the bigger issue was actually access to calories now there's too much calories okay men
0: and stem but anyway
1: <laughs> but but that aside i understand that the, the sugar content of cereal has become very well, controversial didn't
0: always have sh- like weed straight up no sugar,
1: yeah. We, we, but Weedabix is very much a British cereal and obviously popular in Ireland. I'm surprised that uh, Americans know about Weedabix.
0: I think I just know about it because I ate it once in Italy,
1: yeah. Weedabix now, Weetabix is very controversial because off. some people want it when it's crunchy and some people want it when it's mushy. True, I was then, a raisin brand kid growing up,
0: true. But the, again, the once this girl was like taking out all the raisins of her raisin brand, I was like, Why are you doing that? It's the best part, and she was like, Because it's bad for you.
1: Yeah, but little did she know that there's a cereal called Bran Flakes where they do it for you. So you don't
0: have to do any admin. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: I was a big Raisin Brand kid, but what my mother uh, or my my parents failed uh-huh. to tell me was that the fiber rate in uh, Raisin Brand
0: <laughs> is insane.
1: I ran home from school every because in school it was like if you use the bathroom in school, you get the cooties. You know, so nobody wanted to take a dump in the school, which is like, you know, kids are so stupid. So, <laughs> like, in my mind, I was like, you can't poop in school, you know? So every day I would be running home. Love of course, I be- never knew that this torture was because of my <laughs> my breakfast choice.
0: We would have kashi. You know, like, kashi was, like, the Park Slope, like, oh. granola shit. It didn't taste that good, but it was, like, healthy. Oh, I, I lived for that kashi in the morning. One thing that I loved what she said was how she'd get a little bowl And have like 10 of them. She's in denial. It reminds me of a tweet where it's like if I'm gonna have a snack, I wanna have like chips or rice, because you get to have like tons of them because <laughs> like rice is like millions of little yes. pieces of rice so it's like it feels like you're eating more um i'll do i mean i'll go through a whole
1: box like crunchy nut cornflakes which is not popular here but it's big in in uh, ireland mm-hmm. crunchy nut cornflakes i'll come home from a show and i'll be like i'll have a bowl of crunchy nut cornflakes yeah And i'll buy it on the way home and then it will be gone yes i can't stop
0: i'm definitely guilty of t- putting some into a bowl and being like this is a nice cute little bowl and then go you know it'd be better than this bowl if i refilled that bowl
1: yeah 100 so, because that that
0: but fresh, you know what that is Fresh. Having a bunch of little bowls of cereal instead of the whole cereal box is just girl math. Do you know what girl math is?
1: I guess I'm about to find out.
0: <laughs> girl math is when it makes sense in a girl's brain. And that's the only definition. Oh,
1: yeah. That's, <laughs> this just keeps happening. I, I, I keep expecting something more profound. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? So, uh, well, I... I um, can I? I you know, just just to polish off the cereal. Uh, oh I, I I love golden grams, and still to this day, I like golden grams. In Ireland, I love shreddies, especially when they get mushy. And shout out to Lucky Charms, which is really probably a negative Irish stereotype, but who knows? Uh, but uh, Lucky Charms is good. However, in my adulthood, I have I don't enjoy the texture of the marshmallows, whereas when I was a kid, I did. But in adulthood, I find the texture of the marshmallow to be almost like. Uh, nails on a chalkboard. There's something about the way that the oh. the marshmallow squishes in your teeth that can be a little mm. grating to me. But that that developed in my adulthood.
0: Yeah, that developed through years of trauma. Oh,
1: and oh, oh <laughs> please. Uh, also, you know, since we're giving out to all my cereals out there, yo, <laughs> shout out to Cocoa Pops, <laughs> uh, but Cocoa Pops Irish Cocoa Pops, which is Cocoa Krispies in America, but Cocoa Krispies can't come near Cocoa Pops.
0: Honestly, America went, like, a little too hard with the cereal at one point. They had, like, the chocolate chip cereal. Yeah, where cookie, c- cookie, cookie crisp. crisp. That's insane. They well, would that just doesn't put, exist anymore? No, I think it still does. That but was like, like
1: every now and then my mother would get cookie crisp. That moving.
0: was crazy shit. Like, oh, man. She's like, let the kids take heroin again.
1: Is there anything you would like to add on cereal before we move on? No. Are we We're we done with cereal? Yes. Okay, let's go. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm obsessed with female entrepreneurs and this one woman I've been following on Instagram is the founder of Julie, and I'm obsessed with Julie. Basically, if you've ever had unprotected sex, don't act like you haven't, it happened to the best of us, forgot your birth control, I forget it every day, or had a condom break, or you're just not sure and getting anxiety, (laughs) we've all been like, why am I craving tuna fish? and ice cream right now. We're excited to talk about a new company that is giving emergency contraception a much needed rebrand. Julie is an FDA approved morning after pill that helps stop pregnancy before it starts. I'm obsessed with Julie. It's like the cool emergency contraception that we've been waiting for. It stops your body from releasing an egg using the same active ingredient as plan B or other morning after pills. Essentially, Julie works by preventing or delaying your ovulation. With no egg, there's no fertilization and therefore no pregnancy and it's no risk to future fertility. They just launched at CVS, but you can also find Julie at Target and Walmart all across the US, and you could order online to have for the future just in case, which I love, you can never be too careful. They're aiming to be the emergency contraception company for the next generation, one of learning and acceptance, not stigma and shame. Let's go. And they have a one for one donation program. Every time you purchase Julie, the company donates one pill to someone who needs it. And I'm obsessed with that. Right now, Julie's offering our listeners $10 off your online purchase. Go to juliecare.co slash burn to get $10 off your online purchase for a limited time. That's juliecare.co slash burn. J-U-L-I-E-C-A-R-E dot C-O slash burn, B-E-R-N. You know how it goes. Or if you need it right away, you can find Julie at your nearest CVS, Target, or Walmart today. Go have fun, girlies. I cannot wear uncomfortable bras. It'll ruin my whole day. And summer and even the early fall when it's still so humid and hot. I hate a scratchy, sweaty bra. I'm actually getting hives thinking about it. Thankfully, Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game, upgraded from traditional bras that use uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Oh my God, you know when there's just a pool of sweat in between your boobs? Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's soft and it feels like a second skin. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. It's next level comfort. You will literally forget you're wearing it. For unlimited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale, 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash burn, B-E-R-N. Their bestseller crossover bra is so comfortable and it's your go-to for anything. And some of the bras have mesh detailing to add a little bit of sexy, which we love. You want to feel yourself. They also have shapewear tanks, leggings for everyday support. Definitely check them out to see all of your needs for comfort under your clothes. This can be for everyday looks, workouts, weddings, and more. I wore shapewear underneath my wedding dress and it ripped because it was so tight and uncomfortable. And you know what? That's when I was like, I'm not wearing something under my clothes unless it's comfortable because I want to dance. I want to have fun. And I have this thing where like if something is a little bit itchy, I can't even focus on a sentence. So Honey Love has been saving my life. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20 percent off at HoneyLove.com burn. Use their exclusive link to get 20 percent off. I'll have it in the description. HoneyLove.com burn. Clinched, snatched and lifted. It's hot girl season. Thanks to Honey Love. I hate drinking water, so I'm always on the market looking out for things that make water taste better and get you more hydrated. Also, I'm 32. My hangovers and Sunday Scaries are next level. I do not wanna get anxiety So Waterboy is the brand that I'm obsessed with right now. It's a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There's other hydration packets on the market, which I've tried, but nothing come close to Waterboy. It has zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of other brands and they help with nausea, anxiety and fatigue. Hydration alone is probably like the number 1 reason for all of my problems and because I don't like drinking water, I'm constantly dehydrated. But when I've packets for Waterboy, I just throw it in and I'm drinking water all the time and I'm a non-anxious, glowing, hydrated queen. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off your entire order with code BURN, B E R N at waterboy.com. Their 6-inch stack is packing. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with the anxiety alone for a limited time. My listeners get an exclusive fifteen percent off when they use the code B E R N burn at Waterboy.com. That's fifteen percent off with code burn at waterboy.com. Waterboy has got you covered.
2: Hi Hannah. Love you so much. And hello Des. Um uh, my cutest pleasure will be keep. Getting back with my situationship whenever I swear to God that I will never have sex with him again. But whenever he texts me, I will still ask him to come over. <laughs> I need help.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I almost felt like this wasn't a guilty pleasure, but it's such a great topic. Yeah. It's such a good topic.
0: Yeah. And I love the term situationship because it's like you're in something you just can't define it.
1: Yeah, and I, I've, I've, I've been in them, I've been in them, and I've been in those situations where I, I, both of you decide at different stages that like that's it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then one or the other has a has a moment.
0: Yeah, you know? it's a lot of mind games, um, but it's the kind of thing that if you stick around with your situationship too long. Then you're closing doors for potential open doors, you know? Yeah, but and
1: also you got to be honest. Is with the you,
0: dick that good? Like, it can't be that good.
1: The way I always feel with these things is like, you have to be honest with yourself about, you know, uh, how you feel. Yeah. And if you once you get to the stage where you're like, I need more than the randomness of this, yeah, then you can't pretend that it's any different when you meet up again for another random encounter.
0: Yeah, and my thing is you you do it when you like want attention from someone, but at some point his attention has to get kind of like, you know what's gonna happen, Like it gets kind of boring. And I really do feel with life, if you wanna find someone, you have to like, I love cold turkey, I love cutting people off.
1: I mean, it tends to be obvious, I mean, I, let, can we throw down what I would think would be a sweeping generalization that's true, <laughs> is that, it tends to be mm-hmm. that the that the male is uh, being less emotionally available than the woman, right? Are we, are we assuming that this is the case?
0: Well, uh, in, in, yeah, in, because if the woman's not into it, she probably won't even... I feel like if I'm not emotionally into a guy, I don't want his attention at all. Yeah,
1: so this whole booty call, whatever, you know, situationship is, a, it's, mm-hmm. is the new term, but really it's like a booty call relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I, I feel like it's not fair, though, that it kind of gets put onto the woman to be like, enough, I need more. Yeah. But it does tend to, it does end up being that though, right?
0: But situationships can also be kind of emotional where like you said before, like maybe the guy finally is over his ex and now he's hitting you up, but you already are so burnt out by his bullshit the last year that you're like, I don't like this anymore. So situationship just means it's messy and no one's putting clear lines in the no sand. No one's
1: putting the clear lines down. And someone
0: does always but then get it say-
1: Yes, but in saying that, which which is what happens, which is probably what's happening to our friend here, mm-hmm. is that sometimes, I guess, you're just so super horny, a, and you're like, okay, well, this isn't ideal, but yeah. I'm not going to go to a bar and fuck some random dude.
0: That's when you go swipe up to my vibrator that I've been trying to... I do have to say, it's safe. And also, you don't know who he's messing with. I know, like, I'm also being a prude right now.
1: Well, I was going to say for men, like, for for men who think think with their dick... Uh, you know, sometimes you might do something stupid where you might rekindle something that was that was clearly over and you're being a dick by mm-hmm. connecting with them, or you're hurting yourself. You know, mm-hmm. we're not saying all guys can't be like emotionally connected and the woman is only using them, but like anyway, needless to say, anytime you think that you you just want to do something with your dick with an, with another real person, <laughs> jerk off first. I guarantee you you will save yourself an Uber. You, you will you will like everything will change. A
0: lot of back and forth.
1: You'll go from Uber. <laughs> To Uber Eats.
0: <laughs> like, that's really funny.
1: That's funny. Write that down. Oh, that was really funny, babe. Yeah, Dro- Drop a load and just, there's a, there's that a clarity. That reminds me
0: of Jared Fried, very funny comedian, who was trying to get on my podcast and he kept DMing me. And I'm like, this guy has my number and I didn't see his DMs. I finally see it. I'm like, why didn't you just text me? And he goes, because the way your name was saved, I couldn't tell if it was you or like a girl I was having the situation <laughs> with. And I couldn't risk texting her and starting over the like conversation again and then like all that stuff but so this girl obviously isn't asking for advice but the fact that she knows that it's a guilty pleasure and feels guilty doing it means she you know that you don't want to do it anymore. Yes. It's like when a girl raised her hand during like crowd work the other week, I did this college, and she goes, should I break up with my boyfriend? And I always say yes, and everyone's like, oh my god. I'm like, because she knows the answer. You don't ask if you should break up unless yeah, you know you want to break up. she's 19 years old. Also, yeah, you will not find love for a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah. 19 year old breakups, if they're meant to be, you, you'll get back together in the future. True, true. Go, go train.
0: Okay, what's next?
2: So I'm going to preface this with I have ADHD and I'm a huge introvert, extrovert and totally over myself all the time. But anyways, so I – my biggest guilty pleasure is that I will um, take a day on a Saturday or Sunday or something where I totally made plans and just lock myself in my room. I will not get out of bed in the morning and I will just start a – new series on one of the 12 streaming services and i just completely flake on every single plan that i had um <laughs> but of course i am reading everything and using my phone because i'm obviously um getting uber eats and ordering Seven Eleven. 11 but i just can't fathom actually saying no i'm not going to be there or hey sorry i'm sleeping because i just
1: Oh,
0: that yep, was it? Yep, oh, she it ran out of time. Off. This is me. I am her. She is I.
1: Yeah, that's why I left it in.
0: I know. You kept pointing to me the whole well, time. Well, you know,
1: because now I'm conscious of the video. So now
0: I get to blame ADHD <laughs> and being an introvert, ext- extrovert for this. But I, like, need a day. But it's so, you're not going to tell people, like, I need a mental health day. When I say to Des, I have a mental health day. He goes, it's called a Saturday when I was growing up.
1: No, I say it's called a day off.
0: A day off. But it's it's hard to when be able I was to, growing up. to tell someone, like, I'm having a day off. I don't want to see you. But, like like I need I can't go from like social event to social event to social event. I need that like time where it's just me sitting there alone. And I love a dark room. I love under the covers. I love my cat. And I'll do that. And my body, you can lie to yourself, but your body knows. Like you can only go so much. Like I'll sleep for 3 days if I've gone too long without days alone.
1: Yeah, but you that's you. You 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 have one of the, you you have like those uh intermittent fasting lives (laughs) (laughs) your life is like intermittent fasting it's like insanity and then nothing
0: (laughs) people i think will see me and be like your life's so crazy and i'm like this is me on and when i'm off i'm fucking off hannah is
1: an intermittent (laughs) interactor this is a new way of living we're coining i do that we're coining a new phrase intermittent intermittent interacting interacting. (gasps)
0: yeah i love that babe coining a new phrase i also want to say that there was like a meme saying how a good relationship is two people who like to leave social interactions at the same time. And I would argue, even though you're less on and off than me, you still love a good, like not socializing moment.
1: Yes. A hundred percent. But the, the, um, the all day in bed, I have to have the Delta variant of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> the all I can't do the all day in bed unless yeah. I'm very sick. Yeah. But that's just, that, that's, that's a slight variation between me and you.
0: He'll be like, "You have to go for a walk," and I'm like, "No."
1: <laughs> well, that's just, you know, honestly, I was inspired by the Pete Davidson. You know, it spoke very openly about his mental health, and I, I thought he gave very practical advice, which is, I, I have to go for that walk in the morning, like even though I don't want to, I have no choice. Mm-hmm. My, my mental health requires me to go for this walk. You know, as a bare minimum mm-hmm. for him. So that, that, that kind of honestly. Not that I'm dropping Pete Davidson quotes for any other reason than
0: mm. that
1: did inspire me because I know he does. So
0: you were trying to help me?
1: I was trying to help you.
0: You didn't care that I wanted to finish the eighth murder series? Yeah, watching you needed that to watch
1: like a, a, another woman getting, husband. Yeah, another woman getting <laughs> murdered by her husband. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess we're going to go to the next one.
2: Mm-hmm. Hi, Hannah and Dez. Everyone always just says hi, Hannah, but Dez is as equally important. So justice for Dez. My guiltiest pleasure is when you're scratching – when your asshole is itchy (laughs) and you're scratching around it and, like, itching it. Like – I don't even know if this is what you meant when you were saying guilty as pleasure or asking for it, but I just feel like there's this weird, like satisfying, not even like pleasure, but just like a satisfying feeling that you get when you're like scratching your asshole and near it after it's like super itchy. Um, hopefully that's just not just me. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all.
1: I know. You know why I left it in? Because itchy asshole, obviously, it's a very controversial in the comedy world because Louis C.K. accused Dane Cook of robbing his itchy asshole bit. Oh. But I, I'm not coming at this from a comedy perspective. I'm coming at this as like itchy asshole is a real thing. A- and Aiden and I speak a lot about itchy assholes. And I was surprised to hear this this woman talking about it because I thought that it was more of a male thing with itchy assholes, but it's a real thing.
0: I do know as someone who had has had an itchy butt before, I wouldn't say it was like a... It was like a moment where I wanted to itch my asshole.
1: No, but have you ever had a moment where, like, you literally like think that it would be better to die than to deal with the itchiness of your asshole?
0: Maybe like once, or like
1: not able to sleep because your asshole no, is on fire. That
0: never happened. But the feeling of I need to itch my butt, and then you itch it. It's next level. It's next highly level. highly recommend sensor. five stars.
1: So, so the the reason I left this in is because, and I'm not I'm not a doctor, but. <laughs> went to a doctor about his chronic, itchy asshole. Are you,
0: does he want you telling people this? No, because
1: this is great <laughs> advice. Uh, and the doctor basically was just like, listen, you just have a rash. Because he thought that he had like hemorrhoids. He thought there was so much more going on. And the doctor was like, it's just a rash because moisture builds up in there for everybody. And whatever he was doing at that time, obviously it had built up too much. And the rash had built up too much. And he was like, you cannot use toilet paper. For the rest of your life, you cannot use toilet paper. Uh, at most, you can use a baby wipe. However, to get rid of the chronic sta- stage of the rash, he was actually uh, using a portable uh, like bidet, bidet, and he and it, like his rash completely left. And also, it has to stay dry. So the trick was. That um, after you you clean your butt without using toilet paper, because the abrasion is terrible for the rash. So you have Uh, to use wipes. Yes, but then you can, when it's dry, you can use Vaseline in the chronic stage, because it it maintains the dry state. And no moisture can get through the Vaseline. But you
0: use a wet wipe, and then you have to wait for it to dry. Uh,
1: Yeah, you you have a... Do you take,
0: like, a blow dryer?
1: I I actually think that did blow dry his butt, but don't quote (laughs) me on that. Don't quote me on that. But what I would like to say uh, is that you can not flush baby wipes <laughs> down the toilet. Even flushable baby wipes. This is
0: such a dad moment. you like,
1: turn off the lights and don't flush the wet wipes. Even, there's no such thing as a flushable wet wipe. There's mm. no such thing. And mm. it's, it's clogging up plumbing systems all over the world. <laughs> all over the world. So, as... Wipe your butt with a wet wipe with a wet wipe, but do not put it down the toilet. You have to have a bin. I know that seems weird in America, but in a lot of parts of the world, they do not even put basic toilet paper down the toilet. So treat your butt to wet wipe, but don't treat your toilet to the wet wipe. Are you a wet wipe influencer? I mean if we don't get a wet wipe uh, sponsorship after this, <laughs> and by the way, if if you have a rash, I recommend non-scented, non-scented wet wipes is the way to go. <laughs> you are so
0: passionate no, about this.
1: Non-scented, wet. well, that, I mean, I hope I'm, I hope somebody's getting. But help. It
0: does I do think this opens people up to ass play more? Hopefully, because if you like and b- 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 your butt being itched when is, there isn't a rash, a little lick could be fun.
1: Yeah, you. I mean, you got you got yourself a. You got yourself a rashless ass, then you got yourself an ass ready to plate. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> okay, yeah. Chef Boyardee. In that donk. Anyway. Oh, God.
1: So, I guess I guess I guess we'll go for more. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, the we'll number.
0: keep going.
2: Hi, Hannah. I'm responding to the guilty pleasures prompt, and my guilty pleasure is looking at celebrities before and after surgeries. Maybe it's a bit vain, but as someone who could never,
0: would <laughs> never, honestly can't afford the changes that some celebrities have had,
2: I love analyzing mm-hmm. to see a brow lift, a mm-hmm. you know shadowed eyelid. Uh, a nose job. Everyone has one. It's just it's such a fun thing to spot and be like, oh, my God, they had work
0: done before and after pics. I don't know. Maybe it makes me vain, but I'm obsessed. With I love it. it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's... uh... I
0: follow at least 15, like, celeb faces type accounts where it just shows you, like, they're editing the photos. Like, it shows the Getty image and then the real one. Oh, yeah, the editing. I love that. But but
1: this is more like plastic surgery. And then the
0: plastic surgery ones are the ones where it shows them, like, six years ago. And then the comments. I love the comments because everyone's fighting because sometimes the person will comment and be like, I gained weight or, like, I hadn't gone through puberty. And then everyone's fighting. (laughs) No, you're not, you stupid. But the celebrities are famous for like blatantly lying about it yes like s- kylie jenner lied about her lips for a long time then admitted it bella hadid recently admitted but they'll admit only parts of it kim kardashian mm. to this day has not acknowledged her that her she hasn't she has a acknowledged her fake butt she literally had an episode of keeping up with the kardashian where they like she got a doctor to tell people she didn't. Oh my God, get her that's like done. that's like
1: Trump getting a doctor to tell people he's healthy. <laughs> oh my God, this is I, I can't believe that she that is not that funny. You're overreacting. No, I know. You've had you, that. That's a cosmetically enhanced laugh. No, that, is, no. that is not that. Funny. Are you telling me I'm fake orgasming on this pod? No, I just, I I, I feel like people are going to say that that laugh was added in afterwards. I just, I didn't,
0: I thought the Trump comparison was very funny.
1: I just think some people are going to think that laugh can't be real like Kim Kardashian's ex. (laughs) (laughs) But I I can't believe she, like
0: who, there's no human
1: is shaped that way. I have never seen a human. Because people
0: were saying she got a butt implant. So I think what she did was she had a BBL. She had a BBL. So that she had them like take a thing and be like, see, there's no implant in it. Like they did some tests when really, she just Uh, just got the fat taken out of other things.
1: Is she also trying to say that she never got liposuction?
0: Yeah, they don't admit they say it's just working out and stuff. But look, we love Kim here. This is a Kim stan. Pod. By the way, I have
1: a friend that's a plastic surgeon. I'm not gonna name him, I'm not gonna get into any drama. <laughs> but he has pointed out uh all the time that people that have had it that, that don't have it.
0: Well a lot There's of just
1: the... no way that certain humans can look that way.
0: And you know what? I'm she said she's looking at Because
1: By it's... the way, I'm not judging them. I have no problem with the doing of it. A lot of people are, are very sort of Puritan and moralistic about doing it i'm not one of those guys however i don't like when people don't admit it uh especially when it's it's especially when they have a shape that is like not humanly possible and therefore people try to create it without doing surgery and it's impossible and they end up uh, miserable about it
0: i understand subtle things not saying anything like you know you did a little bit here a little there but if you're walking around with a badonkadonk that is like alien-esque and everyone's like or Kylie Jenner has like the most beautiful big lips, and she's selling a whole thing. Well, but what for did it. she
1: say? That, what, how did her lips get that big?
0: She said a she overlines. She said she overlines them, but oh. now she admitted. Oh, she admits it now. She, she admits it now, which is. But this woman, who gave such a great message, said it's because of vanity. I don't. I don't know if it's vanity. Oh, I, she's
1: saying why, why she looks at it. Yeah, like no, me, I, it's I, think not it's, I, I think it's curiosity.
0: I think I think it's the understanding, like, our culture and the normalizing of, like, we, we see these people that are just genetic freaks and we wonder what it would be like to be them. Then you realize you were cuter than Bella Hadid. <laughs> You're just poor.
1: <laughs> we, we, that's a great point. I also think that, like, I get a kick out of it because often I'm kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. I, I get a kick out of male Jaws. I'm not naming any. Male Jaws. But there's a lot of enhanced... Male, Michael B. Jordan, male jaws. Michael B. Jordan. And I'm not. Hey, I'm not naming anybody. I'm name. But but uh, but I'm. Saying I'm raising
0: awareness. That, uh, and,
1: and I, I love Michael I, B. Jordan. I have to say, I'm 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 disappointed that in my youth I wasn't more aware of the simplicity of these procedures. I might have uh, I might have enhanced myself. Oh,
0: yeah, Des loves plastic surgery.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! I I, I like the concept of it. I've never had any. Yes. Now now you're gonna say, oh okay, Kim Kardashian. But I have never <laughs> I have never actually had any you know had i see there are certain people that have done very well as a result of the work that they've had true and sometimes i feel like damn yeah if if i wasn't in ireland and if I had been in Hollywood where they were like, "Hey, listen, yeah. you know, do this to your face, and you'll make an extra three
0: million dollars in, in your business," yeah. I might have done it. So, but sometimes I guess it could hurt your career if you go too much.
1: Yeah, well, you can screw up your face. And by the way, I, I also want to point out that I'm sort of I'm semi joking here in that uh, I don't want any I don't want anyone to be encouraged to jump out and do it.
0: No, we talk about this a lot. on But Giggly I'm basically Squad.
1: saying that there are some people that are doing well in comedy right now that <laughs> probably have enhanced their face. But then,
0: but... then some people will argue it's hard to do well in comedy. If you're too good looking. Well. Which is why I do so well. Because I'm Anna. very relatable. <laughs> and why Paige will never just stand up. <laughs> but honestly, you know,
1: sometimes, because there's two ways, there's two, there's two fascinating things that you see when you see before and afters, right? Mm-hmm. There are the people that screwed up their face. True. But then there are the people that you go, wow.
0: Well, that like, is an
1: amazing improvement.
0: Margot Robbie's an example of someone who is gorgeous. And then became like next level gorgeous with a Shh, very sh- tiny tweaks to her face.
1: For is that is that official? It's, like, it's
0: known, yes.
1: It's not alleged?
0: No, but it's like she did like a the eyelet eyelid thing, whatever. I mean in the Car- the Kardashians are a great example too. Like people are like, oh Kendall's the natural one. Kendall has so much work done on her face. But this is just when you get that level of fame, you become a product. And your only job is to like, well, you make more money when you're more beautiful, when you're in the modeling and like that world. But it's a thin line because like if you just look in the mirror every day and say, how can I change myself to be more stereotypically better looking? It's not healthy. And maybe you should look inside first. But then there's also those people like, for example, Uma Thurman is so gorgeous and beautiful and so herself looking and like connecting to your heritage, whether you have like a, a Greek nose or like, you know, a, a strong jaw Scottish jaw, I don't know. I'm making up Yeah,
1: things. you were just picking all the non-controversial, <laughs> ones, like, all the ones that won't get you in trouble. I noticed, I noticed a, I a Greek like, well, nose, the Greeks aren't going to be like, hey, <laughs> enough with the Greek nose. And the Scots aren't going to be like, oh. Okay.
0: But it's, it is something about like you loving yourself and people loving that you love yourself but it's like we all can't look like the same sex robot or we can in a couple of years
1: sorry that you you had a pause there i thought like
0: I... that was period <laughs> that was period. I I, I, I I didn't know it was my time to come in
1: <laughs> okay well i mean there, there's, i don't think there's anything i can i don't think there's anything that i can add to that <laughs> hannah's on a roll we have a, we have a lot of these to get through let's go
3: so for the record, this is happening on the spot because my girlfriend shoved the phone in my face and said, "Tell me what your guilty pleasure is." It's a
1: non-consensual um, message. My
3: guilty pleasure would be—I don't typically uh, react, you know, by being sad to like really sad things. I just kind of do something else. A lot of times, I like laugh at it. It's kind of a coping way I deal with it. So, when I feel the need to feel sad or when I really need to cry, I will go onto YouTube and look up what I consider to be sad scenes from cartoons and nerd shit that I saw when I was a kid. And it'll just make me cry for like a solid 30 minutes, like tears down my face, sobbing. And then I go back to normal, but it's very cathartic. It's like a lot like, um, if you can imagine athletes watching pump up videos to get excited for playing a sport. uh, I do kind of the same thing. It's just with cartoons To
0: (laughs) I thought that was a great message. Okay, this man is a serial killer. No, I I Why don't I, you just cry when something sad happens instead of like letting it build up and then watching a cartoon and crying at Daffy Duck? I, I think you're shaming him.
1: <laughs> I, this, is, this is why men find it hard to express emotion because <laughs> this man has opened up and he immediately gets shamed by a woman <laughs> for his way of dealing with his emotional pain. That
0: was crazy. It
1: was hilarious. <laughs> It was hilarious. It was funny because no, he, he's, he's like, "I'm like a professional athlete, but if I was a professional cryer." Yeah, he's going for an emo- <laughs> a, a, emotionally enhancing video.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hilarious. I, it's hilarious, I, I, but like, cry when you're supposed to cry. I,
1: I, I understand, but uh, he struggles with that.
0: This, he's openly admitting that. Oh, I didn't hear the struggling part.
1: Yeah, he, I mean, I, well, I mean, I, he's not. He might not be saying overtly that he's struggling with it, but he does. Struggle with that in in real time, which is regardless which is, what which is he's common struggling for, with, which is common for men.
0: It is good that he's at least saying I need to let out emotions. So I thought it
1: was great that this guy at least has found a way to to, to find no, this the savage. Huge. Now this I also huge. I also want to add that uh, I am a big fan of videos that make me cry. The videos that <laughs> kill me are uh, <laughs> military men. Coming back to their kid When they don't know And I'm not even like a big My patriotism is very gentle I'm not like you know Like a mega Like but
0: When they're like That's not the mailman That's your dad Yeah or like Like
1: the kid I don't know if you saw The one the kid was like In karate or judo or something Yeah And the dad has like a mask on Yeah And then he speaks And then he goes
0: Dad <laughs> Or Or when they're like Dog hasn't seen its owner For 14 oh, years oh, Yeah yeah This
1: this dog was lost
0: You know During the Vietnam War I, I, I You know I, But like and then then the, the Or when it's like this random monkey was raised by this woman oh for eight God. years. And then he, they put him in the jungle and now he's seeing her for the first time. That kills me. Are you crying
1: right? Now? No, I'm not crying, no. But uh but that kills me. That absolutely kills me, that one. I mean, there's so many uh, you know, that, that do me in. I, oh honestly, any time Venus or Serena Williams won a major and yeah. made a speech, I would cry. Yeah. I cried when Coco Goff hugged her father. You cried. You cried.
0: I was bawling. bawling. I do have to say that, not a dry eye, that when you, I was, we were watching <laughs> Love on the Spectrum. For, for, for the
1: record, I want to point out, I think I'm, I cry more than you. You cry way more than yeah. me.
0: Well, it depends what I'm going through, but like in terms of non-life events, just like watching TV, you cry all the time. I never cry. But we we're watching Love on the Spectrum and, I, and my head was on your chest and it was like going up and down. I'm like, what? I'm trying to fucking relax. And I turn over and your eyes are just swelled up. And yeah. It
1: was the sweetest but thing. But then you're like, are you crying? <laughs> it's like, let me just cry. Why, why, look, look, can I just cry? Why do we have to talk about you it? You do cry. Well, more often it's like, are you not? Because you, Are you not? Because this is a cry moment. So you're the weirdo.
0: You know? No, but because I'm a man, you need to point it out. No, because (laughs) it was adorable. It actually made me like you more. No, listen, love on the
1: spectrum. I I cried 50% of the time on (laughs) love on the spectrum.
0: So I sobbed during Toy Story 3 because of the nostalgia. Of like referencing the first Toy Story because you were a kid when that first came out and it was like craziness. We're just like I remember when I was a little kid, and then I sobbed during La La Land because I was like touching a little close to my life in some capacity. I'm not gonna get into it, Um,
1: but that was great. You know that I we're not gonna turn into a movie podcast, but
0: (laughs) something quite
1: there was some very deep and meaningful about just like. Looking at what your life, you know what I mean. Like
0: it, it, it was it, yes. that was uh, it was wild. Maybe
1: underrated that movie.
0: I mean, did it win?
1: I don't know, but th- that was a great. I I no, really that, appreciated at the end, that. I, was I really appreciated that. Uh, Up, he's talking about cartoons. Yeah. The the first whatever minutes of Up, uh, mm-hmm. did you see that? With um, the house and I actually the old didn't man. see Up, but I need to Oh my god, That's the, that that was I was I in the cinema, in the movie theater I was bawling at the beginning of Up
0: I just envisioned this guy watching Spongebob Squarepants crying <laughs> It's
2: so
1: weird Yeah, he wasn't talking about that <laughs> but, um, He was talking about oh. sad cartoons um, So anyway, let's go
2: Hello Hannah and Des, I adore you both My guilty pleasure Is very shameful Only a handful of people in my life Even know that I do this Uh oh I am an absolute pasta addict, but when I'm home alone, in the privacy of my four apartment walls, I will put Hidden Valley Ranch on my pasta, <gasps> and I don't do this around people. I make sure that it's hidden and no one knows about it, but it makes it a little creamy. You get the seasoning from the ranch. It has to be Hidden Valley, and yeah, I'm not proud of it. It's dark and it's a dirty secret, but this is my truth. So, this girl is either the most disturbed person I've
0: ever heard or a genius. A genius.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: how
1: have we not thought of this? Well, it's interesting because on what uh, uh, initial reading, it's like this girl's out of her mind. Yeah. And then you go, but what the fuck is macaroni salad? What the fuck is macaroni salad? Only fucking pasta with fucking salad dressing on it. Mayonnaise. I mean, I don't know why I have to become Bill Burr to say it, <laughs> but I, I it was an accident. I, I didn't even mean to. I, I actually I didn't mean
0: to. I know. I was <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burr. I, I didn't. Well, if you think about it, a lot of people like putting ranch on pizza, which is tomato sauce and bread and ranch. So, tomato, I mean, I would mix tomato sauce with a little ranch in it. Because people put cream cheese in it, because I love a penny alcohol vodka. I might have to try this, but I'm almost—it's almost like why I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm scared if I try it, I'm gonna like it, yeah, and then we have a bigger problem.
1: Which is obviously, as you know, one of my favorite topics is a lot around food shame. <laughs> what I don't understand is if somebody likes something, why is it wrong? You know, so like if this woman likes putting this dressing on pasta Mm -hmm. and people like, you can't do that. It's like, why? She clearly likes it. Mm -hmm. You know, there was probably a time where somebody was like, you know what I think would go great with peanut butter? Mm -hmm. Jelly. And people were like, you're out of your mind. (laughs) You can't put jelly
0: with that. You understand? It doesn't make any sense. that you Like, if this woman likes Hidden Valley Ranch on her pasta. She she may be before her time, is what you're saying. In 10 years, it's going to be all the rage. But I also think some people will get really mad if you put ketchup on pasta. Because ketchup is just like a cheaper, grosser version of tomato sauce, which is valid. I get. If it's all you have, okay. But, like, uh. hidden Valley Ranch, this might be the smartest thing I've ever heard. Could be. I don't, what is ranch?
1: Oh uh, no, no, I, I, I don't have any answers for what I ranch is I couldn't tell
0: you if a million dollars it's a uh, flavor <laughs> I couldn't tell you what ranch is literally no idea
1: It's like Russian it's like patriotic Russian dressing <laughs> It was like it was like Russian dressing during the 80s where it wasn't cool to like Russian shit You know it was like it was like Ronald Reagan's Russian dressing they called it ranch Sorry, another bloody eighty. Another reference nobody's going to get.
0: That's incredible. But like, it's I, it so bothers. Obviously,
1: I'm not going to get into the pineapple and pizza thing. But it just bothers me in general mm-hmm. about the way people just decide something is not right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, Matteo Lane gr- loves food. Obviously, he's a foodie. Mm-hmm. Right, very Italian. Loves carbonara thinks it's totally wrong to have peas in the carbonara.
0: See, I love peas in the carbonara for the texture.
1: Yeah, but he's like, no, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. You're wrong.
0: Well, in a traditional sense, he might be like this. But this
1: is a shout-out to Mateo. Shout-out. This is a Love Mateo podcast. But he's very rigid. the peas but
0: depending where you're from different things are popular like in sicily they put raisins in like all these savory foods yeah but i'm
1: down i put raisins in everything yeah craisins forget i'm I'm, oh i'm I'm cray for the cray (laughs) like all day i'm cray for craisins You know, like I like sweet and savory all day.
0: So, but I also have to say, you go to these fancy restaurants, and all they do is mix flavors you think shouldn't be together, and then they call they charge you four hundred. Yeah, we went
1: to David Touton in Paris, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy was like mixing like the crazy shit. You put it down, it's like there's no way that celery and cucumber and and fucking squid ink. You know, like he was, well, but everything was amazing. My
0: most delusional thought, which I t- told Paige on Giggly Squad, was that I think. That I can make those insane dishes, because you just have to, like be drunk, go home, take out stuff, and mix it up. And you're like, I'm a genius, yeah,
1: but if you do it a hundred times, maybe one out of a hundred times you like land it,
0: yeah, look, you got something acidic, something sweet, smear it yeah. ab- together. The rest of the well, time it's voila. just like yeah. voila,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I just listen, We're on the same page. People like to shame people,
0: don't yuck someone's yum. If I want to eat pasta with ranch by by scratching my butthole and scrolling Instagram problematic fame,, I- and plastic surgery accounts let and, me and do some, it and
1: some people like pasta with butter leave them alone
0: we did it that was really good the little dialers are getting better every week and we love you guys so messages much just
1: awesome now this is an experiment for this week okay but there was just so many good submissions that after we after we we sign off mm-hmm. uh just enjoy uh five or six uh messages that we didn't talk about but i i think are worthy of listening
0: honorary mentions
1: well yeah but they I don't even want people to be listening to these thinking these these like didn't make the cut uh-huh. they're just ones that are just like Great, but didn't require further discussion. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like, Period. just like solid, Period. solid guilty pleasures. Yeah, uh, coming at the end. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Recording from Arizona.
0: Oh yeah, and keep an eye out on my Insta stories. I do random posts because you guys are like. When do you post it? I randomly will be like, here's the question. Submit. So just keep an eye out. Follow us. We both share. Yeah, it. we both share. Follow does on Instagram too.
1: And by the way, if you have any suggestions, we'll also on Instagram in the comments or DMs. Uh, any suggestions for topics, oh, please do. Yeah. Obviously, people have already suggested like X yeah. and uh, other things that I've seen in the comments. So uh, don't be afraid to share. And, and nothing is too... Uh, nothing is too... Risqué. Or Yeah. Don't, don't, nothing is stupid. You know, the worst the worst thing that can happen is
0: you <laughs> leave a suggestion and we don't use you it. You just sound like a college professor. No question's stupid, guys. We're here for you. Ask us anything. Everyone that listens is so funny, The only so stupid smart. question
1: is to not ask a question at all. At all. <laughs> so, Stew. Hannah's in denial <laughs> that she's married to somebody who's not lived in America for most of
0: his life you're so exotic babe Um, you guys leave a review it helps us so much we love reading them and tell at, your boyfriend to listen yeah at, <laughs> at,
1: at Des Bishop at Hannah Bur- you all know her stuff uh, follow me though you know yeah
0: listen, give uh, Des a follow
1: give, give me a follow which is great and support
0: uh, Zaddies in the arts thank you bye bye